Back in the 90s, three students met and studied hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they left college and life happened. Now they're back together for your entertainment. This is 3Go Podcasting. Hello everyone, welcome back to 3Go Podcasting, episode 19 this week. We are fast closing in on the big 2-0, and frankly when we started this, we weren't even sure we'd make it to week 2, but we're still going, just about. Uh, if you remember last week, uh, Jason was getting very excited because we were going to talk about 80s albums, and in particular, our favourite three 80s albums. This is all to do with Radio 2, who did the ultimate 80s album countdown list, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I spent literally minutes this week thinking about my my favourite 80s albums. Um, we've all done the same. So, Jay, you're very excited about this, so let's go with you first. Can I? What were your good? top three? Come on. So can I be clear? We've we've picked our top three from the top 40 that was on offer, or top 50 that was on offer from the Radio 2 list, right? Mm, or have you just yeah. chosen... Three random, yeah. So sort sort of that's what I did. But okay. let's come to that <laughs> yeah, I stuck haven't. to the rules, Jay. I stuck to the rules. Thank I you. chose from the official top forty, but well clearly, done. clearly, Rich didn't. So well, no. You see, I I did. So, but one of them is on my list that wasn't, and it should have been in the Radio Two list. But so as a result, I've put it in the list okay. as like number fifty-one <laughs> or whatever. So anyway, um, yeah, Brilliant. it's near it's near enough. Got, it's fine. fine. No one will know. All right, so we'll, okay. let, we'll let you off. But Jay, go on. Go on then. I'll do my three in reverse order. So number three is, it plays quite well, actually. It finished number six in the charts, I believe. Uh, okay. And it's Human League, Dare, which mm. is a really good album. It's got Don't You Want Me on there, obviously. Of course. Um, yeah. But it's got some really good ones. And I gave it another listen um, at the weekend. And there's quite a few on there that I didn't realise I knew and I know. And it's a really fantastic electronic album, typical 80s, but really stands the test of time. So if you haven't heard it, Human League, Dare, Finished number six in the top 40. So, okay, fair enough. That was good. Um, I didn't fare so well with the other two. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> okay. the other one was In Excess and Kick, which I absolutely played to death when I was uh, at school. Yeah, school, believe it or not, in the 80s. I know I don't sound that old, of course. Um, Love that album. You know, it's got Need You Tonight, uh, New Sensation, Mystify, loads of brilliant tracks on there. Really, really good. And even like the album tracks that weren't singles are brilliant songs as well. And then last but not least, and this one might surprise you, but again, I had it on cassette and I played on it to cassette, death. Amazing. Cassette, yeah. And it finished in number 37. Can you believe this? Oh, I don't yeah. think it's the Radio really? 2 demographic. Well, tell us what Public it is Public Enemy. Public oh, Enemy, it takes a nation of millions to hold us back. What a fantastic, it's still the greatest rap album ever made. It is brilliant. So, um, yeah, 37. I was really disappointed with that, but it did beat Kylie Minogue, who finished 40. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. So, um, was it was that out of interest? Was that the was that the only rap album in the top 50? I think it might have been, been, actually, yeah. And, and did it, it have Bring the Noise on it? I'll bring the noises on it. Don't believe the hype. Um, mm. Loads of the, the album's brilliant. It's like a, 
it all links in as well. There's like little snippets in between each one. And it does talk about race. It's obviously very relevant today as it has been in all the years since the album was made, but even more relevant at the moment with what's going on in the news. But it's it's a brilliant album. It's, it's definitely, well, I haven't heard every rap album, but for me, it's the greatest rap album ever made. <laughs> well, you haven't heard every rap album ever made in the world. Oh, no, I'm Why sorry. Not? I've let you down. Come on, but pull your finger out. If you haven't heard out. this, listen to it. It's brilliant, honestly. It's a good uh, yeah, recommendation. Yeah, it's the only rap album. That. Go on in. Who's, so who's next? Who's up That's next? your top three. Ian, you go next because, you know, you've... Yeah, because um, I... I'm, uh, listen, I'm, can, I, can I just check? Can yeah. I just check? Sorry. Before we do this with you, Ian, uh-huh. when we did this last time, when we talked about 90s <laughs> albums, you talked about people being legends and some of your favourite albums, and then you forgot the names of the people <laughs> and the songs. Yes. So I'm, I'm, yes. hoping we're, I'm hoping we're not going to do that again. No, no, I, I, I will try my best to uh, to avoid doing that this time, but uh, let's face it, okay. you know, like, I, as, of all the years I've played songs... Uh, and there have been many of them. Oh, I still don't know any words to any songs, really. So um, you know, so yeah, pretty, pretty okay. hopeless. Come on, then, give us your give us your top three. Right, okay. My top three is uh, number three. Uh, we're going to go with Tears for Fears and Songs from the Big oh, Chair. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good. Oh yeah, that's that a good is a, an awesome album. Of course, you got the infamous shout on there. Everybody wants to rule the world. Um, I believe Head Over Heels and Broken Live. Um, so that is just absolutely awesome. I I love that. That was um, my you, top three. We and saw I them, right? We saw them. They supported the Killers, didn't they? At the yes. Did you Did you come yeah. to that one? Yeah, you did. Yes, didn't I was you? there yeah, with yeah. you. Yeah, Hyde Park. Yeah, yeah. they were really good. Yeah, it was they? awesome. Really it was good. a great summer day. Yeah. That wasn't it? Okay, so it's a solid start. Solid start with that one. What's What's your next one? Okay, so uh, this is rather predictable for me because Jay even <laughs> called this. He just called. Does me it out rhyme it. with me con do? It might. <laughs> In my two, Deacon Blue. Yes, Deacon Blue and Raintown is my second choice uh, of album. What songs were on that, though? Can you re- what songs were on that? Yeah, you had uh, When Will You Make My Telephone Ring, The Awesome oh, Chocolate yeah. Girl, uh, Dignity, oh, yeah. of course, is you know oh, yeah. one of the oh, yeah, best yeah. songs ever made. Um, and then Raintown itself. Uh, he looks okay. like Trent Spencer Tracy now. Um <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the lead singer. Sorry, that's the name of the song. Yeah, <laughs> that's the name of the song. Okay, but um, yeah, I mean, I you know, it is just an awesome album, and I saw Deacon Blue live uh, in London. Uh, I think it was two years ago. Yeah, two years ago now. Okay, and uh, at the Royal Festival Hall, and they were just amazing. And it was really weird because it's the only time I've been to a concert where we sat there and literally. No word of a lie. Five minutes before they actually came on stage, the place was pretty much empty. And I remember sitting with my, my friend and, and I, I said to him, I said, like, surely this has got to be a sellout. Surely it has. And then suddenly all these doors opened and, and people just flocked in and it was just rammed. And then, you <sighs> know, five minutes on the on stage they came and they're just fantastic. If you've never so seen how them live. Early, how early did you get there then? Well, no, we weren't there. You got there five hours before? No, we probably about half an hour early. Like We, yeah, we got oh. there about seven. They were on stage at 7.30. And, you know, 7.25, it was still pretty sparse. And then suddenly, wow. I think everybody had, you know, kind of been drinking in the bar. So you fared quite well then. So Deacon Blue was 16 on the list and Tears for Fears was 13. So are yeah. you going to let yourself down now with your I last album? I'm going to go... go with my number one, uh, and he is my legend of all time. He's George Michael, and I'm going to go with Faith. Ah, okay. 19 on the list, so all in 19. the top 20. Good yeah. choices. Really? 19? That yeah. low? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, Don't worry, you haven't heard mine yet. This is going to get quite bad quite quickly. <laughs> yes. all you know Bewitched were the 90s, Richard, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my list last time. And, yeah. and Aqua as well. No Aqua in there, I hope. No Aqua. No Barbie <laughs> girl or anything. Funnily enough, no. 
<laughs> good, choices, Michael Ian. Faith, good choices. Good choices. Yeah, you got uh, one more try on there. Also, um, yeah. Monkey. Uh, you got Faith. Obviously, lead track on there. Father Figure is Father just figure, you know yeah. awesome, isn't it? So there yeah, you go. Yeah. Yeah. They're my choices, and I, I I like that album, and I I like George. Yep, George. He's my legend, and he's my uh, number one choice for albums. Good choices. Okay, on, this, is where, this is where it all goes downhill quite quickly. <laughs> um, well, I'm looking forward to this. So I think my number two and number one, actually, I think they did all right in the main chart, so we'll come to those in a second. My number three, and both of these, I don't think, were in the main selection. Um, <laughs> one of them... I'm laughing already. I'm, I'm laughing already. Can you hear me? <laughs> so one of them was 1987. The album was called Out of the Blue. Oh, yeah. Any yeah. ideas? Um, Debbie is- Gibson. Debbie Gibson. No, and this is, is because it? I was absolutely in love with Debbie Gibson so, so was when I. I was born. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, oh, um, and it's got Out of the Blue, obviously, the title track. And of course, Only in My Dreams, one of my favourite poppy songs from the 80s. And we were lucky enough to see her, actually. She was in, uh, was it Beauty of the Beauty Beast, the Beast or something? Yeah, on Broadway, wasn't it? Yeah, we saw it on Broadway years ago when we went to America. And she was, um, she was playing the main part and then the stage broke down it did didn't it so when she the rainstorm <laughs> yeah they had to go sorry the stage is broken just stay you have to sit there for 20 minutes while everyone was awkwardly on stage um, so it was sort of third equal that was third equal equal with the 1982 album Toto 4 which was surprisingly the fourth album by Toto um, mm. and only because it's got the song Africa on it which is one of my favourite songs of all time yeah, yeah but so none that of them are in the top song. 40 you know that well right? they should have they should have been and just okay. because Radio 2 got it wrong um, so that's my sort of that's oh, my oh, third dear, equal mate. ones number two yeah was the Pet Shop Boys and Actually which yeah. was on the list I think oh, it was like, in number, early, 20. Early tw- number 20 number 20 yeah. now when you look at the songs and that you know you've got It's a Sin you've got Rent and you've got What Have I Done oh, What Have I Done to Deserve This which they did with uh, Dusty Springfield my wedding song uh, yeah, that is a great album. Um, I love. Really? Yeah, yeah. She, she plays it every anniversary, I hear, and yeah. most days when she wakes up, it's what's on her phone. Um, so that's a, that's a Tom album. You got to love a bit of the Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I went. I think this is like in the top five. I can't remember where it was quite highly, but I'm afraid I went with Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits number as my two. number one. Number oh, was it number two? two. Fantastic! Yeah. I love Dire Straits, and again. You've got the songs on there. So you've got So Far Away, brilliant song. Money for Nothing, oh, yeah. brilliant song. Walk of free. Life, legend of a tune. And then Brothers in Arms, also a legend of a tune. And actually, when you think about it, he's got, you know, the, the skill of the the people who play the instruments. Some of the, you know, Mark Knopfler is amazing. He's got a really odd but good voice. He's got yeah. one of those strange voices where you just instantly recognise him. Yeah. But uh, for me, uh, yeah, Brothers in Arms, Dire Straits, absolutely You've top of my list. With the number Have two. I? Yes. And so I'm going to come the back joke. from Debbie Gibson. Yeah, exactly. Which was eight thousand nine hundred fifty-six on the list, or something like that. Um, so um, you're not going to do the joke about Dire Straits and Chris Rear forming a super band, right? Oh, Chris Straits. What? <laughs> That's what it's called, is it? Chris Straits. Chris Straits. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, should we do the top five countdown? Should we just tell everyone oh, yeah, what the top what five was, was? What was the actual top can, five? Can we do it with like the music? It's like du, 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 a number five. It's Guns and Roses for Appetite for Destruction, mate. Not off. A number four, Michael Jackson Thriller. A number three, a new entry, Stone Roses and the Stone Roses. And a number two, Dire Straits, Brothers in Arms. And at number one, 
it's you two of the Joshua tree. Ugh, oh, is it really? Yeah. Yes. Is that really not? Oh, uh, yeah. God, I Never been a you two. I'm just going to make a complaint just right, right about now. All right. Just before we actually came on air and, and did this tonight, I, I asked to do my Gary Davies impression and you all said that I couldn't <laughs> do it. And then Jason comes in with that. Like, what Can the hell is it? going on? Can you do no? it then? No. Do no. it now. Come no, on. I'm not, I'm, no, I'm not doing it now. No. <laughs> it's really right. I know you're a fat. I, I know. I know for a fact there'll be lots of really disappointed people out there. You know, <laughs> yeah, that. especially um, Gary yeah, Davies. Please let us know if you like my Gary Davies impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm just checking. Hang on. I don't, my phone hasn't melted down just yet. Um, so, uh, can I just make a point that can I, I really don't like you two. No, I don't like you two. I know it's probably really unpopular. I really hate you two. Yeah, but they're just massively overrated. They've done a couple of good songs, but yeah. do you know I why I hate you I two? get them go on why because they knocked brian adams off the top of the chart with everything i do i do it for you did they yeah what vertigo oh, yeah. was it with vertigo? the fly no the fly, oh, the fly. yeah which was rubbish but, but that's it was one, an awful song that's one reason but i just don't like them very no, much i'm not a massive fan i must, mm. I must admit i don't think they're going to sleep like vertigo right vertigo is all right <laughs> they probably they probably won't. And can I just say, have you ever seen one of the, the Police Academy films? Yes. This is very mm. bizarre. I always think that Bono, if he took his glasses off, looks like the guy who led the gang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bobcat <laughs> Goldthway. Bobcat <laughs> Goldthway. <laughs> yeah. That's just, just, just what I imagine Bono looks like without his glasses on. <laughs> Bobcat Goldthway. And oh, he probably you, talks you like inspired me now. Well. I'm going to have to go and watch Police Academy 1 or something. I've, I've definitely got to go and see that now. That's it. Yeah, but when it gets to seven, it tails off a little bit. But. Yeah, I don't think beyond yeah. three, beyond number three, just forget it. But like you know, just one, to two, give you three. a clue, on on number six, is it City Under Siege? It's the mayor. Just to give it away. <laughs> oh no! Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh darn it's it! It's not worth sitting through the, the yeah. seventeen hours that come before that. Um, okay, so that's the top eighties. I think we're going to have to think about um, doing eighties films at some point soon yeah. because. Um, I've been sort of thinking about all the ones I want to get out and watch again. So we'll come back to that in a few weeks' time. Well, that's time. no good because Jay's um, not seen any of the major ones, so... Well, yeah, that's the point. We could talk about films that we have seen that <laughs> Jay should have seen that hasn't, then he can go away and rent them all on Amazon or something. Um, uh, talking of films, have you seen any other blockbusters that we think you've seen that you haven't seen, Jay, lately? Or I watched you, Bogus you... Journey. I finished it at last. Oh, like the second one, Bill yeah. and Ted's. All right, it was better than the first one, but then it, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think it was, didn't you? Low, low bar. Yeah, it was a low bar, to be fair. Um, yeah, I watched that and I enjoyed that. It was very um, entertaining. Oh, right. I nearly, I, nearly, I nearly went out to watch the um, the third one, though, because Cineworld, I've got a £30 Cineworld voucher from Christmas. And and I saw, closed down. Yeah, I saw they were shutting down on Thursday. I was like, what can I <laughs> so go and went. see before? But then I, then I realised it lasts for two years, so panic was over. But I was very close mm. to going to see Bill and Ted. Uh, face the music but even that was only four pounds and then the other film that i would probably would have seen was four pounds so i would have spent eight pounds still had 22 quid left what's going on i think it's i think it's really bad actually you know they're having to close down because no one wants to go and see it so your first thought was quick how can i eight quids worth of money value out of my gift card before they close down i just hope it all comes back obviously to normal as quick as possible because the cinema is great now, i was majorly disappointed that the bond movie has been put back again you know because yeah. i'm a massive fan and um i was gutted i was good. really it does look incredible you know they do some awesome films don't they but you know you have to yeah. hope for april next year i guess um yeah. but you know uh, who knows who knows 
there's some amazing films out there like on the on the slate as well like I saw the advert for Dune you know have you ever seen the original Dune which yeah. is like set with the sandworms and Sting was in it I think yeah. they've remade it and it looks unbelievable it looks fantastic yeah. so you know let's hope they all come out again soon yeah I mean I just I, I, I want to see cinema back but more importantly I want to see pick and mix back you know like you just can't <laughs> oh, you can't do cinema without pick and mix it's just it's just not done. It's, you know, I'll buy a bag of sweets. Oh, you know, okay. Well, for £40. Well, I, pounds. I say the only good thing is if it's not going to happen for six months, you've got time to save up for half a yeah, bag. Exactly, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> you can save a couple of hundred quid. It might be okay, might not it? I always put too many in. I always walk away with like, you know, sort of, I don't know, a pound of them. Like, you know, thinking I get pleased for 20 quid. Trying to press down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get more in there. Go on, get in there. <laughs> You could spend six months saving up your money and massively overpaying your mortgage to you know, have a better life, or you could just use it all to buy half half a can of Coke and some pick and mix when the cinemas reopen. Yeah, but the, the like, cola bottles, like advert, the cola bottles you are very fizzy. Some, exactly. It's like those adverts when you get to later life. Do you want to release some equity in your house to buy a pick and mix at the cinema? <laughs> can I just say, you say, about, you say about cola bottles... Somebody gave me a packet of vegan cola bottles this week. Ooh. Oh my God, what? they were foul. Really? They were absolutely vegan foul. Vegan cola? How does that even work? Yeah, because because they don't have the, the gelatin and stuff in the main yeah. ones. Yeah. Got, you can't have that. So they were just sort of like, it took like three hours to eat them. I don't know what they were made of. They, 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 they were inoffensive, but they were just sort of like, oh, I can't bother with this. <laughs> they probably cost like £9 because it was a, ve- a bag with vegan on the front of it. Well, of um, course, I, anyway. look, I look forward every year to, uh, and we're coming up to uh, Christmas. I don't want to mention Christmas, too much Christmas. Uh, but of course, then <laughs> follows Christmas is uh, Veganuary. You know, remember Veganuary? So it's, what? it was very good every year. Yeah, you heard what? of that? Veganuary. <laughs> yeah, Veganuary. Yeah, so it's celebrated by uh, vegans across the world. It is Veganuary. Well, I, I guess that. I guess that part of it. <laughs> there, there you go. Oh right, okay. Are you joining okay. in, Ian? Are you joining in? Am I heck? Um, that all got a little bit deep for a while talking about it the did. future of cinema. So I think it's possibly the time of the podcast where we need a little bit of light comic relief. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here for you. He's here to make you laugh, or maybe not too much. You know, although he's weak and freaking like enough to need, you love it anyway. Don't challenge death to a pillow fight unless you want to deal with the repercussions. (laughs) I did wonder wonder where that was going for a minute, but... (laughs) Cartier, who told you that? That's not one you've come up with yourself. That's one online. you nicked from someone. Oh, okay, fair enough. I love <laughs> that, that one. That, that, that was very good, actually. Do you have a standby good. joke for yeah, the week? Yeah, this one just made me giggle just because it's oh, silly. Right, okay. um, what's the best time on a clock? I don't know. 6.30, hands down. <laughs> Shouldn't it be the other way around? Oh, Shouldn't it be mine. hands down 6.30? I don't know. To oh, make sense, it would be hands down 6.30, surely. <laughs> Rather than 6.30, hands down. Oh, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> it made me giggle. It's my favourite time <laughs> okay. of the week. I think everybody that listens to this podcast, you know, they, they look forward to Jay's joke, joke of the week. And I, you know, and I see why. <laughs> it's brilliant. I probably look forward to getting to work so I can turn the rest of it off, I suspect. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, thank you, Jay. Um, another joke of the week uh, next week on the podcast. It's a pleasure.
This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian and Jay. It's time to round up the random things we've been up to or watching this week. Can I just say, um, one of the funniest things I've seen um, on the internet this week. Have you seen that TV advert? It's one of those anti-fraud and anti-scam adverts where it's a woman who's smartly dressed in a suit and she's pretending to be from a bank. Oh, yeah. And she goes, could you just tell me digits one and three? Oh, I'm sorry, the line cut out, two and four. And basically the person gives, and then she goes, did you see what I did there? And a voice goes... It's a scam. Yeah. You've seen yeah, the advert, yeah. Right? yeah, I've seen that, yeah. So they basically, they, they put that on the internet, and it's just the logo, the, the title just says, it just says, Leicester after selling Harry Maguire to Man United for 80 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scam. Either that is very, very funny. He's had a bit of a mare this week, but... <clears throat> oh, dear. So that, that, that tickled me. Um, and it also reminded me of one of my favourite ever football chants, Um of uh, John Joe Shelby when he was ma- he was warming up and obviously he's well known for being bald yeah. and quite tall and the fans were just singing Harry Potter he's coming for you <laughs> which I thought was <laughs> we talked very briefly about um, Frankie Ball last week the fu- my funniest oh, right, yes. quote this week he talks about Joe Biden being so old and everything <laughs> and he, the funniest quote today was he's going to be the first president to be assassinated by a backfiring car <laughs> 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 it just made me crack up. Oh dear! I did it's actually take your recommendation, and I did go on and watch the the Frankie Boyle thing. I did and go did and watch think? an episode. Yeah, no, it, it was all right. It was just a bit weird. They were kind of there's three of them sitting around a yeah. table. I thought it was kind of yeah. just a bit bizarre, but yeah, it is bro, I, I it's get, funny. I like his humour. Yeah, it is funny. Good. So I mentioned Harry Potter just now. Um, I meant to mention this a couple of weeks ago. Have you seen the video? of all the people who were waiting for the Harry Potter Hogwarts Express train. No. Have you seen this video? No. So, I don't know where it is, but the viaduct from the film where the train goes over is in Scotland, in some near some little village, okay. and there's a little station nearby, and there's a red train, a steam train, that goes down that line all the time, and it's known as the Hogwarts Express. So thousands, well, hundreds of people lined up at this station to take pictures of it. Yeah. They waited for hours, <laughs> and as that train came through, a piddly little commuter train going the other way pulled into the station... <laughs> So as the steam train went through, they just got they just got a shot of this local train with two carriages that blocked it. Oh, and some of the no. language is hilarious. And then it pulled out. As this train pulled out, when you look down, you could just see the back end of the train going round the corner. And it's like all the people who spent hours who just got on the wrong Infuriating side. Infuriating the, the train spotters. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Can't beat Couldn't that. Couldn't they say something like trainius patronus and remove the other train out of the way or something? No, I think they just a lot of language would have to beep out if we're gonna oh, use okay. it here. And I have to say, sorry, I'm very excited this week. One of my favourite TV shows of all time was called The West Wing. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, it. it was never about, seen it, but I've heard it's great. I've seen it, I've seen it advertised. I'd, yeah, never, never really watched uh, it. One of my favourite TV shows. One of those ones that I bought all the box sets for. And they're coming back to do a special ahead of the US election in a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. And it's all the original cast with Martin Sheen, um, Alison Janney, Rob Lowe, all the people who were in the original are getting back together to do a one-off show. And I absolutely can't wait. Right. I'm not even sure they're showing it over here, but so it'll be probably having to go around the internet to see if I can find... Um, somewhere to watch it, cool. all legal, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah, want yeah. to do anything illegal. Yeah. Um, Try YouTube, Rich. Like YouTube. 
<laughs> yeah, they don't put it on there a lot, isn't it? But even Michelle Obama and Bill Clinton are in it, apparently. So it should be pretty oh, wow. good. So so that's me for the next week. Just I think it's um, coming out on the 15th or 16th of October. Is that before so, the election? It, yes, it's coming out, They're gonna it's coming out next Trump. week or so. They're going to try and influence the vote as much as they can, aren't they, with that episode, I'm sure. Well, probably, <laughs> but I mean, it was, all, it was all set around a Democratic president, wasn't it? So oh. they were always quite on the left-wing side, which explains yeah. probably why... Clinton and Obama are going to show right. up. On it, I think but. it's going to be really interesting who actually wins that. I do. I, I do wonder. It's a, it's a TV show. No one's going to win. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I mean. Oh, the actual you election. Like. Yeah, oh, yeah, the okay. actual election. Well, he'll refuse to go. Trump won't go. He'll just yeah, he'll no, bury his that's head it. in the sand. Like I'm sorry, it's everything. a waste of my time. It's that wasn't it didn't happen. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Fake we're news. Not, we're not strong on impressions. This no. Week, I don't think. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm never very good at them. Anyway, um, can I just uh, can I just say thank you to you, Rich? I've got to, I've got to say it's not often I say thank you to you, but I do want to say it this week, all right? And uh, because you sent me you sent me a, a brilliant brilliant link to I believe it might have been the Mirror, um, which was uh, an internet link, and we're talking about shows coming back, and it was all oh, about yeah. where the gladiators are today. I spent yeah, today I this, literally yeah. reading up on my favourite gladiator. Uh, bodybuilders and stuff like that and finding out exactly what they're doing and oh, it was just fantastic the memories and you know we need we need gladiators back right needs to come yeah. back doesn't it with the same Although ones maybe not some of look, <laughs> re- reading some of those stories maybe not some of those because no, well, um, yeah. I think some of them had, had a, few tra- a few troubles in the last few years yeah, yeah. I was amazed at the fact that A. Wolf is now 67 yep. And is running a gym called Wolf's Gym in New Zealand. Zealand. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, and Absolutely. in the best shape of his life as well. And actually, apparently, is or has been begging the producers or sort of contacting ITV saying, please bring it back, you know, please, you know, make another series and, you know, I'll, I'll come back and do like sort of a little guest spot for you and stuff because he's still massive. And you know what? I met him back in the day uh, when Gladiators was on and he's such a nice guy. Brilliant. Yeah. So we, we met him and he, um, we were interviewing him, weren't we, yeah. 10 years ago when he played football and he started crying in our interview. He broke down slightly and started talking about all the challenges he had in his life because he'd had a really difficult period where he'd been quite... I can't remember if he's got depressed or something had happened or he had an injury or something. And so we were doing an interview about how it was like to play for Gillingham Reserves football and it all got a bit heavy and emotional. He wasn't, yeah. wasn't expecting that, but he was a terribly nice oh, guy, though. Really boys, nice. did, did you give him a hug? We didn't have to get that excited about. No, we couldn't I, get our arms I, I didn't around. give him a hug because he, quite frankly, was also still quite scary yeah. even at that stage. <laughs> Um, and I'd completely forgotten that Sharon Davis was one of the guys. Yeah, I know. I just that's completely had forgotten that. Jet, obviously, there's Jet, stunning Jet. Everyone used to love Jet. Yeah, so uh, it'd be good if uh, somebody's going to bring the Gladiators back. Oh, I do point. hope it's so. It's just one of those shows that's waiting to come back because you've got like Ninja Warrior and the one where people get knocked over into swimming pools, whatever that's called. Um, so they're they're bound to bring that back. Um, right, other TV this week. What were you watching, Jay? Something really awkward. Uh, where... I wasn't making a plan of it. I was just flicking this morning. I was eating some cereal and uh, Undercover Boss USA. Have you, you've ever seen it? Oh, before? I love it. I love I've, it. I don't I love think it. I've properly seen it, but it's where a boss goes round and uh, is undercover, funnily enough, and works with uh, people and, in, in America. In America. The clues in the name. And um, he works with members of his staff. He's like CEO or whatever. Um, and they don't know it's him. And he just spends a day in the life of his workers. And then at the end, the ones that have done a really, really good job, he um, sort of rewards them. And there's often like really some nice financial rewards and they get bonuses or bumped up in, in, the, uh, in the establishment. But this one, it was really funny because um, it was the name of a, the company was called Bikinis. 
uh, restaurants, I think. And basically, okay. it's all women that work there, obviously, in their bikini tops, serving drinks and food. And yeah, shameful, shameful. Shameful, of course. Um, but this one, he actually fired somebody. So normally, it's a happy ending. And he sat down with them. And this woman, he said, well, I didn't enjoy my experience with you. Um, you didn't embrace the bikinis t- um uh, ethos you didn't wear a bikini top on that day and she said well I was a bit uncomfortable they were filming and that and I didn't really want to be seen in that you know and also you 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 didn't really sound like you wanted to be there anymore and she was talking to him out the front and uh when she, he was undercover and saying oh I'm studying I want to make myself uh, get myself a better job and stuff like that so he fired her and I was like wow you fired her mm-hmm. and it was just this on channel four as well I don't think they'd done their research because like this might have been all right back in the 80s. I'm not Jermaine Greer, but to be fair, this was a little bit sexist. Um, anyway, but then the best one was this other lady um, who did a great job and everything. And he said, oh, I know you've got some financial problems. I'm going to give you $10,000. Uh, and what was the thing you had problems with um, when we were there? Oh, it's my boobies. She goes, well, I'm going to buy you a new pair of boobies. And she was wow. quite excited oh my God. It. He goes, I'm going to get Jeez. you the best surgeon in town, only in America. I was sitting there, I was like, is this really on Channel 4 now? I know. If you've ever seen the UK version, I used to love that because they'd do the same sort of thing, but, you know, they'd, I don't know, they'd work at some sort of frozen food shop or whatever it was. And at the end, they'd sit and go, you know, they'd say, thanks for coming in, Jay. I um, hope you had a great time. I'm going to give you the chance to go on a three-week training course yeah. about how to be, uh, or, you know, here's a £50 Marks and Spencer's <laughs> yeah. voucher. Go and get one of their meal deals. In America, <laughs> I'm going to give you $50,000 in a new car and it's sort of like yeah. how do I get on the American one because over here you get a voucher over there they buy buy you a house or boobs or whatever it but might be it's just um, unbelievable right it's just uh, and do you know what it made me think of there was this program on years and years ago it was a reality TV show called The Swan and it was basically these women who would look at themselves in a the mirror and didn't like what they saw and they would then go off on this massive sort of journey of learning to love themselves and stuff like that but <laughs> But the best thing was they just had severe plastic surgery to rearrange their face. So it sort of defeated the object. It's like, love yourself. Oh, but by the way, you are ugly. Go and get a facelift. And, looking, and, and the thing is, they weren't allowed to look at themselves all during the surgery. And then the first time they would see themselves is come out and then they'd open this curtain and they'd look at themselves in the mirror for the first time and they'd break down. And it was like, oh, my God, is this really yeah. happening? Only in America. It's unbelievable, isn't it? The two things about that show, though. One is the bosses always look exactly the same after they've had the makeup done, <laughs> yeah. just with either a really bad set of long hair or some glasses. And it sort of make you be because oh, I've had extensive um, you know makeup done. I've been in the chair for hours, but make you look exactly like you did beforehand, yeah. just with a pair of old glasses <laughs> yeah. on. Um, and then there was one um, I saw about a year ago where I think it was the boss of an American company, which ran like water parks, so you know, like um, big swimming pool complexes. And he was with one of the lifeguards and whatever. And while they were walking around, they were sort of explaining how it all worked. There was sort of a little alarm went off and he went, oh, we've got, um, what was it, an AFR. We've got an AFR in the main pool. And they, <laughs> they ran over there, like Baywatch type running over there. And okay. the boss was going, right, what's going on? And she goes, we've got an AFR, so we've got to close the pool. And he goes, what does that mean? And he goes, it's um, an accidental fecal release. <laughs> All oh, right, so some, basically, there's someone's ah, someone's po- someone's pooed in the pool. It's a <laughs> yeah, it's basically it was a floater, so they had well, to like go out. And he goes, an right, in-betweeners moment. Well, but this is great though. Whether she knew who was the boss or not, she goes, "What happens now?" And he goes, he goes <laughs> "Right." He goes, "You know, here's a net. Off you go." And he had to wade into the pool, go and get the poo out of the swimming pool. Oh, and you can see him come back. Going, what do I do with it now? Did oh. they get a pay rise? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they thought they got bigger nets or something. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> 
Yeah, so yeah, watch yeah. it if you see it. And if you see reruns of The Swan, please watch it because it's just, I don't think it'll be on again. I don't think it's allowed. I love all these reality shows. I mean, my favourite one is the Gordon Ramsay one where he basically goes around, <laughs> tells everybody that the restaurant is crap and they, re- <laughs> they rebuild it in 15 minutes with new furniture yep. and then it's a massive success. And it's sort of like, yeah. you haven't done it. Basically, you've gone in, sacked everybody. You've given them a brand new menu, which you must have already devised because you've only been there for 15 minutes. <laughs> yep. And you must have had a, a furniture full, you know, furniture on the back of a lorry ready to go. And it's sort of like, they come in the next morning and they've literally gutted in the whole restaurant it's sort of like oh okay um, but every episode is the same it's always a sort of slightly arsy chef who's not very good who storms out then he has a word out the back and they come back in again bit of beeping of swearing and stuff and, Mate, you know, can't, can't go wrong can you okay so that's Undercover Boss USA so that feels like one of those shows that's on at like 10 o'clock in the morning yeah. on Channel 4 because they've just finished the Frasier repeats yeah, that's the one. Yeah. thousandth time <laughs> and they've got to fill up an hour that is about okay. right. yeah, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a, t- a go if I wake up in time on a Sunday yeah, yeah thanks you've got to love some, you've got to love daytime TV oh, oh um, sorry the other classic this week uh, on the internet sorry you, you want to talk about shopping which we'll do in a second um other classic daytime TV is, of course, Homes Under the Hammer. Oh, oh. Who, what's the main? What's the main guy from that? Oh, Robinson or something. Or Robson, have you seen the piano thing they've done? Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> have you seen yeah. this? So oh, no, I don't know if you know, but no. when it, when, basically, he's very, he's very. Um, he does look very expressive with his hands. Oh, whenever he's here, he'll go. He'll come out and go. You know well done for buying this house and he'll put his hands out but it looks like he's playing the piano so somebody's done a compilation video of him doing it but every time he puts his hands out they play the piano in the background so it's just a little piano bit underneath it it's hilarious apparently um, there's another one and it one just out makes there. me think these are all people who must have been on furlough for ages they've got so much time exactly. on their hands they can spend their putting sound effects of pianos behind his hands but I forwarded it's, that it's on to someone though. and they told me about there's another one out there I haven't watched it yet I'll have to give it a go this week is um, Dion Dublin doing it and apparently whenever he goes into the first thing he says, in the house let's pop upstairs and have a look at the bedroom and literally there's about 50 clips of him saying that every single time he walks into a house so i'll have to take a look at that one this week uh, ian you've been fighting with people in shops this week yeah i've had an interesting experience and uh, in fact it happened to me this morning and i, I, I just had to tell you about this because i popped down to uh, aldi uh, which is uh, just near to where i live and i thought i'd just go down now i was only going in for two items i was going in for some granola and milk because suddenly cement, realized, a cement mixer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just at the back there in aisle three. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, so I went in there because I'd, I'd failed to um, realise that I hadn't got any breakfast. So that was where I went. Anyway, so I'll get my granola, get my milk, quite happy, walk around, you know, standing in the socially distanced line and stuff, waiting for the conveyor belt. Now, what happens in Audi is that suddenly they just open a new till just out of nowhere. But you have this computer kind of, you know, voice that goes... Customers, we are opening till number five for you. So that's exactly what happened today. So I walked to till number five. There it is flashing away. The conveyor belt is going down. So I put the granola and the milk on there. And I suddenly realized there's nobody sat in, in, in the chair. And I'm thinking, right, okay, well, you know, they're, they're opening it soon. Uh, and then my, my produce is going down and down. And I thought, well, it'll stop at the end of the, of the conveyor belt, won't it? No, it didn't. It just flew straight off into where the person would sit. <laughs> And I was like, okay. So I turned around and I'm stood there. And then there was an old couple behind me. And then suddenly, from two tills away, the till attendant started shouting at this old couple, unload your shopping, unload your shopping, till five, till five. And I was like, hang on a second, I'm standing here. Then they like basically are shouting back at the, the till attendant, no, there's a, there's a man there. There's a man and like there's no attendant and stuff. And they have this full-on row, the two of them. like, And then... 
this this other Audi worker gets involved and starts saying, stop stop having a go at us, we're very busy, you know, very busy, got like loads of stuff on, you know, and all this sort of stuff. And I'm standing there, I'm thinking, hang on a second, I've just lost my granola and my milk, it's just disappeared. <laughs> and you're all having a full-on row because like the computer has said this till's open and it's clearly not. What's going on there? It's granola. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? But basically, so the end result was largely the same because it, it sounds like it went down the thing and just shot off the end. Where if there's a bloke sitting there, he'd pick it up and just throw it out the end of the shop. That's what they do. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? exactly. They sort of get it. The shopping. Yeah. And, yeah. Have you seen the advert on the telly where they pretend that they're doing a home delivery service? <laughs> no. So the doorbell goes and it goes ding dong. Open the door and there's a bloke there just chucks all your shopping <laughs> in your house. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Did it split? Did the milk split? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I literally like. I, I basically like. I, they had the row and stuff, and I just walked out. I just, I, I left my granola <laughs> and milk, and I thought, well, do you know what? Get on with it. I'm off. <laughs> so I disappeared. Went Tesco's instead. Well, we are just about out of time this week. You can find our Twitter feed and also our Instagram feed. Just search for at Three Go Podcasting with the number three at the beginning, and we're on Facebook as well, where you can check us out. And all the information you could ever possibly want about the podcast is on our website as well at Three Go podcasting.com we'll be back next week have a good week and we'll see you next time bye bye thank you for spending a period of time with us that you'll never get back we're back next week this has been three go podcasting peace we out three go podcasting